Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1 The war in Israel continues into its fourth week as Israel continuously steps up its bombardment of Hamas infrastructure in Gaza. Over Shabbos, October 28th, the IDF says it hit over 500 Hamas targets, including a large number of installations in the Gaza, quote, metro, Hamas's underground terror tunnel infrastructure. Contrary to the world view that most Palestinians in Gaza are simply innocent civilians, the UNRWA announced on Sunday, October 29th, that thousands of people have broken into and ransacked several aid warehouses and distribution centers storing essential survival items in the southern area of the Gaza Strip. One of the warehouses is where the UN stores supplies from the humanitarian convoys from Egypt. This is a worrying sign that civil order is starting to break down after three weeks of war and a tight siege on Gaza. People are scared, frustrated and desperate, said Thomas White, the director of the UNRWA affairs in the Gaza Strip. Tensions and fear are made worse by the cuts in the phones and internet communication lines. They feel that they are on their own, cut off from their families inside Gaza and the rest of the world, White said. Since the convoys began entering Gaza, just over 80 aid trucks have entered the enclave. Supplies on the market are running out while the humanitarian aid coming into the Gaza Strip on trucks from Egypt is insufficient. The needs of the communities are immense, if only for basic survival, while the aid we receive is meager and inconsistent, added White. The UN is trying to place blame on Israel for the desperation in Gaza, but just under four weeks ago, these same desperate people, quote-unquote, were cheering in the streets of Gaza after Hamas terrorists brutally attacked and killed over 1,400 Israelis in southern Israel in an unprovoked attack. Israel has been repeatedly warning Gazan residents to relocate to the south where supplies are more readily available and services are more accessible. Israel is, only, is, is one of the only professional armies in the world that not only takes into account their own citizens' safety when going to war, but that of their enemies as well. In related news, a top Hamas official stormed out of a TV interview after he was asked how his bloodthirsty terrorist group justifies slaughtering innocent Israeli civilians in their sleep. Ghazi Hamad, a member of Hamas's political bureau, used a Thursday, October 27th interview with the BBC's Hugo Bachega to try to downplay the October 7th massacre of at least 1,400 mostly civilians, including the elderly and young babies. There was no command to kill any civilians, Hamad claimed, attempting to brush off the mass murders as the result of, quote, clashes and confrontations after terrorists crashed through barriers and paraglided into Israel. His interviewer, however, refused to accept this ludicrous claim, telling Hamad, it's not confrontation. You invaded houses. I can tell you that we didn't have any intention or decision to kill the civilians, the Hamas official again claimed, despite the overwhelming mass of evidence. The BBC's Middle East correspondent again pushed back, asking again, how do you justify killing people as they sleep? Families. But Ahmad had had enough, and he unclipped the lapel mic and stormed off the set. Number 2 Former Vice President Mike Pence on Shabbos, October 28th, dropped his bid for the Republican presidential nomination, ending his campaign for the White House after struggling to raise money and gain traction in the polls. It's become clear to me that this is not my time, Pence said at the Republican Jewish Coalition's annual gathering in Las Vegas. So, after much prayer and deliberation, I have decided to suspend my campaign for president effective today. 
We always knew this would be an uphill battle, but I have no regrets, Pent went, Pence went on to tell the friendly audience, which, which reacted with audible surprise to the announcement and gave him multiple standing ovations. Pence is the first major candidate to leave a race that has been dominated by his former boss-turned-rival, Donald Trump, and his struggles underscore just how Trump has transformed the party. A former vice president would typically be seen as a formidable challenger in, an, in any primary, but Pence has struggled to find the base of support. Number 3 The gunman in the mass shootings that killed 18 people in Lewiston, Maine, 40-year-old Robert Card, has been found dead on Friday, October 27th by law enforcement agents near a recycling plant in the Lisbon area, having died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. The gunman wrote a note to his family with his phone's passcode and bank account before he was found dead about a mile away from his abandoned car. Maine Public Safety Commissioner Mike Soschik said the paper note he left behind wasn't an explicit suicide note, but that the tone and tenure was that the individual was planning on not being around. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio and have a great day.